Welcome to the ICBC Roundtable Podcast, brought to you each time you push play. You're going to be listening to three guys you might just want to listen to. First off, author, educator, and ICBC senior pastor, Cody Hale. Next is ICBC worship and discipleship pastor, hailing from Chulapinny, Alabama, Andrew Nunnerly. And finally, our host and everyone's best friend, ICBC student and outreach pastor, John the Beard Blatton. Hey! <laughs> Welcome back. Take those meters. Uh, yes, thank you guys so much. So sorry it's been so long since we've done a podcast. So, we have so been, we're man, gonna do better. we've been busy. Yeah, we're, we're going to do better. We're trying right now. We're getting some things lined Summer up. Summer slump. Yes. Oh, my goodness. We're getting back in the swing of things. Vacations. We should be back. The most amazing thing to me about this is that there are actually people that are listening to it. I know. This is crazy. I, I don't, Thank I don't... you, Jamie. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> yes. Tammy asked me every week, hey, have you all got a podcast yet? I'm like, what? We're working on it. We're That's surprising. surprising but like, uh, I talked to Phil Benicoff. He said he's listening. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mark Hurley. Mark Hurley. I told you that we were going global with this thing from day one. That's true. That you did. It's a global. Uh, well, hey, Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. As always, I want to introduce ourselves. Over to my left is our uh, discipleship and worship pastor, Andrew Nunley. Uh, to my right is our lead pastor, Cody Hill. And in the middle, stuck in the middle with me, is the beard, John Blanton. Hey, weird, weird thing about me. Did you know I can't raise my fingers <laughs> My fingers don't straighten all the way out. I know. Yes. Did you speak of the beard? Did you see his? Oh, you know, because you weren't here. Yeah. But he has a beard. Uh, Angel Ministries. Yeah. So nicely I've seen his mask. made yeah. him a beard mask. I thought that was. It kind of looks like a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure if I got that from Africa last time they were there. Maybe just. It, it does look like a loincloth. Did you like, no, nah, I didn't even think about that. Did you watch it? <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. Works okay. straight. You think it's used? Like it could be. be. It's a repurposed loincloth. I've, I've seen some things like that from Center of Hope. Miss Vaughn, she's gonna get upset. She's gonna get on y'all. Just letting y'all know. I, I, I was impressed. Okay, whatever. Maybe I like it. it. She saw it at school. She liked it. She yeah, school. Keeps your beard. You should wear it like when you're eating and keep stuff out of your beard too. Like a bib. Like a beer beer. Beer bib. A beer bib. That's kind of hard to say. That actually is. That's pretty beer good. Beer bib. That's a pretty good idea. Market. Then Trademark I here. Actually, better. <laughs> then I have to watch it. So we have so many topics that we can cover. But It'd be trademark, wouldn't it? It'd be trademark, copyright, whatever. I don't think it's copyright. Patent. Patent. I'll say patent. Yeah. We have so many different topics, but the topic that we want to to, to stay today, and, and then of course, what is our, our actual title of the show is the question that we have been talking about all week. Really, is Cody still country? Is Cody still country? Is Cody still country? That is that is in the headlines. That oh, is boy. the talking point of. Uh, what we're going to kind of mm. start with today, and like, look, let's set this well, I up. I can just answer this. I am still good. Uh, okay. No, okay. no, no, no. All right. This is overall. This is overall great here, and this is really for the audience to decide as well. So let's just give the scenario. Let's give the the backup of everything. So Andrew and I are going to talk for a second. Cody, you your mic is off. Muted. Uh, you're you're muted. And so we're going to just just set this up. And Andrew, really, you you do a really good job of setting this up way better than I do. But, okay. So all right. But, for instance, Cody is he's rubbing shoulders with some pretty well known people. Oh, big, good. Some big wigs. Uh, big uh, wigs. Influential people. Yeah. Um, big churches. Big, church, big, big churches. Big churches. Big more churches. Mega churches. Yeah. Like, what um, could be? And they are they 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 value his 
opinion. Well, that might be <laughs> somewhat. They somewhat value his opinion. I mean, he wouldn't have got the invite. I mean, they didn't call me or you. Yeah, I know. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't even think about that. Yeah, it's just because must be lost in the mail. I'm, it's just because they're humble. I think you're Mike. You're Mike. So, um, he, you know, his he works on his on his speech. His speech just changed a little bit as well. I would say 2020 Cody versus 2004 Cody preaching is probably vastly different. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we got that. So we're true on that. Okay. This isn't even big country. Preacher does. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, and then also, so we we have to explain, it, and you may go in a little bit more detail. So let's explain a little bit too, because there are there's several country tendencies that he still has. Country. Country. All right. We we discussed yesterday about the. Well, there needs to be some backdrop here, right? Like everybody. Oh, Andrew's going to provide that. Andrew's going to provide that. Okay. I'm just kind of set this up. I'm muted. I'm I'm going to set this up. Andrew, you're going to take the lead on this too. So so he has some country tendencies. Right. Right. But uh, and I think we're going to hit on those. But does that count in the overall vote of is country is Cody still country? I don't know. So I would say the person that knows you best in your life, if you are a married man. Is your significant other? Is your wife? <laughs> and when your wife tells you, eh, you're not really country anymore. You're kind of a city boy. Uh, I, then, then city I boy. mean, that, that's, there is a that's there's a situation where, like, I mean, city slicker versus rabbit town. I'm I mean, there, there, there is. I mean, he's oh, already he's moved to the top of the mountain. He has. He's got a <laughs> I can't afford the valley. He's used, I told you, I can't afford mute, the valley. Mike, he's, he sees. I mean, he sees the entire Oxford. You know, the the, the exchange. He sees all. He watches the fireworks from his back yes. porch. Oh yeah, he talked about that. I, I forgot mean, about that. Now that's madness. I don't know that. I mean, he 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 gets up, walks his six thirty, takes all his. <laughs> His his flower garden and yes. his irrigation. Takes a stroll in the garden. Yeah. That's a country yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean that's his. Uh, <laughs> that's a country thing to do. I'm gonna walk out in your flower Meanwhile, lusting after Justin's irrigation system. <laughs> I love that so, irrigation system. I'm not gonna lie about uh, that either. But you know, and so the, the the whole concept is, you know, at what point do you become city? I'm not city. That was never the discussion. Country, because yeah. you know, usually it's when you. Leave the country. You, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, at some point. So. Now, there's songs out there. You can, you know, you can take the boy out of the country. You can't take the country out of the boy. Yeah, I think the country has been taken out of the boy. Okay. Oh, oh that's oh. at least at least ninety percent. I still think of myself as a country. Cody, an example of every country song that's that's just mm. not right. Been a yeah. lot. I mean, I trust Megan's heart. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Megan was would never say that I'm a city boy. If she, <laughs> that was Ashland. not the word that she used. I think compared to Ashland, you're a city boy. Mm. Mm. Ashland, too. Rabbit Town is less that. in the city than Ashland is. Um, oh man! So um, I, mean, I, I just brought up the concept. Like, if you had just had your truck detailed and you're driving down the road and you saw a mud hole, would you swerve and hit it? And his answer was no, pending what type of car wash it was. <laughs> That's a big deal. <laughs> I, I, I got news for you. When there's water in this parking lot out here in my truck, I swerve for it. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter what it is. And I don't even have four drops. This guy's wearing a flat bill hat trying to act like he's more country than me. Dude, Come on, man. That's not, that ABL. ain't true. All right, so. ABL. So we discussed the country, country tendencies. By the way, hang on. Time out. I'm so sorry. This is, I had a dream last night that Abel got a Piggly Wiggly. And it was fantastic. <laughs> that was big time. And it, and it was fantastic. That was big time. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was amazing. Anyway. 
<laughs> so we discussed. Man, that's great. Sorry for the train that just passed by. We're just gonna we're gonna leave that in. But train, train wreck. Um, <laughs> I didn't even hear. It. Yeah, so the train wreck is our podcast. Yes, train wreck. All right. Then so you have you have some some country tendencies. You talked about. I think this is a really good mm. point that you made about the, his flat bottom boat, like the trailer. Okay. On the bottom yeah. boat, right. So what size ball does it take? Is the, the right. flat bottom boat? It's an inch and seven eighths. Right. See, nobody. Has an inch and seven. Yeah, no one even knows what that is. Yeah. You've got to be country. So that, that that's, is that's a, that's a country. That is a and, country. And my positive. trailer lots don't work. Okay, that's a big, yeah. and, and it's a nineteen seventy seven. But also, so, what you're pulling it with. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a Chevrolet. No, right. it's a, it's so a Chevrolet. the next thing, the next question that kind of that sets this tone is: Does he use hand signals whenever he's turning as he's pulling the trailer? Oh. I have used hand signals. Okay. Have you? Do you, you have? I have used. It depends on the situation. Do you lean real far out? I mean, like no, hard, hard left. Like, are you are you doing are you doing this? Yeah. This okay. Yeah. Like this. For That's your nice of you to do that. Yeah, that's nice. Do that. okay. You can probably see those big mirrors, though. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, anytime a pastor gets a new vehicle, they get they get ragged for like yeah. years. And I've got I've got that's a new why vehicle. I'm waiting I'm, for at I'm, least four years to get a vehicle. Yeah. But you know, when we were driving in um uh, in Georgia, and I and Cody made I made the comment about his fancy truck. He said, "Well, I got the bottom of the barrel. I got the it don't even it barely has roll up windows." <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and so I will admit, he does not have cup holders in his back seat. So. <laughs> yes, I'm Which very bummed out about I'm that. Good. I, I was very upset. Work if I'm going to spend sixty five thousand, I did, I did not spend. That's why I did not spend. Even in that ballpark, <laughs> no, it was not even that. that it was not sixty five thousand. That's not true. Don't be buying that stuff. It's not. It's not. Yeah, I mean, seventy five. Um, I'm to get some cup, cup holders. <laughs> I, mean, I did not. I would, I'd go back. Talk. Not even my first house. <laughs> Who didn't sold go you that, that truck? Did yeah. Mark sell you that truck? Yeah, Mark did sell me that Mark, truck. You need to hook your boy up with some Mark, cup holders. Back you need to shut this guy straight. <laughs> Look, I I am still as when I when our tire blew out on our trailer last week. You know what I did? I took my shirt off. And I changed that tire myself. That was encouraging to all the passengers. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't. You know what? Country boys don't care. Hey, what did you? Country uh, boys don't hang care. Hang on. What type of tool did you use? I used the four-way. Okay. Tire. Oh wow. So you, so you didn't actually have a like pneumatic tool with you? No. All right. That's oh. fantastic. Okay. That, that hey, gives you points in the right direction. Yes. I, I changed points. that thing as fast as the Duke boys ever did. You didn't use your impact drill. Why did you? I used to fly. Why did you use your I was ready to go because I had the other one more. It was more handy. Like it was closer okay. by. Okay. All right. Sure. Was it on the uh, on the roadside or the ditch side? Ditch side. Okay. I bet you wouldn't take that shirt off. You've been on the roadside. I had to go to the roadside. I had to go over there. He didn't want to get his shirt. Oh, hang on. Was it one of those Columbia ones that gets pressed at the uh, at the Golden Springs Cleaners? Oh, they, they deliver to his house. I go to the Golden Springs Cleaners. That's they will, not true either. That, does that van not run through. past your house? It does. Okay. Okay. It, it doesn't stop at my house. It's coming, though. It <laughs> Megan, I'm sorry. You've got to work that in the budget next year. No. It'll be on his capital. Uh, my, wife, my wife did say that she believes that I am not the country boy that she married, and I refute that. So you would say that it's oh. you're a less country, but you're still country. Yeah, I mean, I'm more refined. I'm not he, drink, he drinks fancy tea too. So Ooh, don't about that. Fancy I do drink fancy tea. That's that's a strike. Zing. That's a strike right there. But I drive a two wheel drive. Yeah. I mean, I go camping on my vacations. Well, I mean, you're. That's I mean, come your, old, on, y'all. your old orange toaster was full of drive. And, and my accent's still pretty thick. Yeah. Please look. As long as you don't go back the other way, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Like trying to lay it on thicker than what. Don't. It's, my, 
<laughs> you almost say something. <laughs> That's gross. Well, that, that is gross. So let's talk. Going, <laughs> going on to our, Oh my god. Speaking goodness. of growth. All right, so it is Check really it's, it's up to tonight. It's uh, uh yes. Oh my goodness. Study. So tonight, I hopefully I get this out tonight. But tonight is Andrew's sleep study. Finally, yeah. we thought about doing a, a live podcast from. Um, I'm gonna try to figure out how to Facebook live from there. You should. Yeah, I can do it on the church page. Yeah, if they were letting us in the hospital, you better believe Cody and I would be there. Absolutely. I mean, like. Making yeah. all kinds. I think I gotta wear a gown. They oh, said, yeah. okay. When I talked to him yesterday, they said wear something comfortable, cottonish. Most people wear a two piece, and all I could think of was a cotton two piece bikini. Wait, thought, there's a one piece? That's what I thought. You, well, I have like a one piece. I have like, a onesie. Like where the red ones with a flap. I have that cat onesie I was gonna wear. Um, I think you should. But if if I have to like, unzip it to get to my chest for like Does, all the John's taught me anything. He's he's taught me. You always ask me if you leave your socks. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna ask for forgiveness. <laughs> Listen, guys. All right. So can we can we bring this up? With was a, uh, I was I going. I was going to the doctor for a. Uh, can <laughs> this I, can is I, good. Can I talk if about? If you this? haven't listened, you need to listen right now. Okay. <laughs> I talked about. I because this was a concern. I was letting my other brothers know about. Hey, just because the nurse tells you to do something doesn't mean you have to do it, right? Okay, it's not what I thought you were going to talk about. Okay, so all right, so I was I asked them I asked Andrew several times mm-hmm. if you had to strip down or you know whatever for the sleep study and Cody with different procedures and sometimes you do sometimes you don't. Sure. But I was just going to get this was about three or four years ago. I was going to get a company physical at <laughs> the Tyler Center. And for those of y'all that listen to Tyler, Tyler Center, Center maybe maybe this was the, what this doctor at the Tyler Center gives physicals. I don't know. Some it's like anybody who wants to. I don't know. Cable <laughs> was doing it anyway. So I'm sure it was a doctor. <sighs> I thought so. It may not be. But anyway, so I went to the doctor and the nurse gave me gave me a gown. Says, hey, we need you to strip down for this physical. And I'm like, hmm. and? I've never, I, okay, I've never had to strip down first off for physical. And I'm like, I said, I've never had to do that before in my life. She goes, well, you have, we're, we're doing something different. We need you to strip down and... Uh, I need you to leave the, the back untied. And I'm like... Le- and leave it untied. Leave it. I mean, I mean, that's such an awkward statement for a nurse to make. It's such an additional detail. Like It is. And it's I, not that much work if you have to untie it. Well, they say it like, and leave it untied. And leave it... <laughs> so I'm like, this is weird. So I am at the doctor's office. Are you sure you're at the doctor's office? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's right. a lot of places Was over it there. behind the doctor's office? <laughs> There's a lot of places over there. A little shady off Layton. <laughs> so I, 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 don't, I don't take my socks off. I just, yeah, I don't take my socks. I don't care what it is. I'm gonna leave my socks on. I don't like putting my, you know, bare feet on the floor. Anyway, so, um, so the doctor came in and started laughing, and I'm like, "What are you?" He goes, "Why are you naked?" And I'm like, "Because <laughs> the nurse told me to." And she goes, "He goes, this is a physical." <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Anyways, I was trying to relay that, that information to Cody and Andrew, and they just made fun of me. So I'm letting and you know. Sometimes the nurse tells you to strip down and put a gown on and just leave it back. Double, all I'm saying is double check the procedure. <laughs> well, man, speaking let's, of naked, let's naked. I came in this world naked. I believe. Yeah, we need. We really need to do a segment on scripture today. Like that, scripture ain't scripture ain't. I like it. Scripture ain't. Like, I lot. think I'm still the most country of the three of us. Mm, I think John, we got to be. I don't know. I'm more. I don't, I don't, I'm gonna get out of that. All right. So, 
our, our main topic. Our viewers should let us know. Out of the three of us, who's the most country? Yes. Definitely. Comment I, in yeah. the post below. Yeah. All right. So I, <laughs> click like and subscribe. Yeah. We really need to move on, but it's one of those things just like I don't want to. can't quit. Yeah. All right. So. But we do. I feel like we do need to address this topic. This is one of the serious topics that really, yet again, for the past couple of weeks that we have been talking about. And, and we always look for different topics of what we can talk about on, on this kind of podcast. And we said this is where we're going to. This is where we're leaning to. And so we're going to be honest with y'all. And we're going to be direct with y'all. So this is one of the things that, that I have personally done in my, my ministry. Uh, you guys might have uh, done this as well. Uh, but it's something that, that I've heard growing up. It's something that I have... Uh, said in from the pulpit uh, when, I, when I first started preaching, but it's something now that I have discovered <clears throat> through scripture, through my studies. That man, it is it's 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 a lie, mm-hmm. and so um, and it's it's guilt, it's shame that you shouldn't have to 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 feel and shouldn't have to to, to worry with because it's not what the Bible teaches, it's not what Scripture teaches, and uh, we've all heard this saying. I I, I feel like. Uh, if you've grown up in a church, you've heard this saying of, if you're 99% sure that you're saved, you're 100% lost. And so we we see baptistries filled with people who have been re-saved or re, you know, rededicating their life or being baptized over and over and over and over again. Uh, man, I'm, let me su- suggest a book to you guys. I've actually had all our, our student leaders read this book, but it's a book by J.D. Greer. It's called uh, Stop Asking Jesus Into Your Heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really, really good book. It's short. It's a short read. It's a really good book. If you're uh, ever wondering, he goes through through stuff. But it, it, it all comes from doubt, right? It all comes from I've sinned, I've messed up, um, and therefore I must not be a Christian. I must not be saved because I, I, I did this, right? Or... Uh, you see people who are turning away from their faith. We see people, uh, you know, uh, Hawk Nelson, is that it? Hawk Nelson and others that, that are, yeah, that are stepping stepping down. And, and really, you can look and evaluate different things, and you can evaluate different aspects of their ministry and, and kind of how they live their life, all this other stuff. But really, <laughs> a lot of times, it's doubt. They're tired, and they're they're tired of doubting if they're really saved or not, or if they really have a relationship with Christ. And I think there's a distinction. Like there's a range of, because I I can see it in my my ministry, certainly is on one hand, I think there's an evangelistic zeal that's pure hearted, but maybe theologically misinformed. And I think on the other end, there's, it's spiritually abusive. So I I don't think everybody's on the same place on on that have said that, or I think, I think the majority of the people that have probably said that were well-intentioned and yeah. a genuine so, desire yeah. to see people saved. I think there is there is a spectrum of we want to hear a baptismal quota, so let me do what I got to do. And it's, I, I think that's spiritually abusive and yeah. emotionally manipulative. But I think on the other side, I think there is a zeal, an evangelistic zeal that is pure-hearted and right and true that maybe is just missing the mark on at least you know I, yeah. I can see that in my ministry. Yeah. Well, that was the way that was the way I handled it. I'm yeah. Andrew. I mean, no, you I mean, too, man. Yeah, Talk yeah, the, the 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 reality is it's un it is unintentionally preying upon those who have yet been discipled. Yeah. And that's what's happened. Yeah. And when you get you know, and I and I have absolutely heard this from the pulpit from a traveling evangelists, from pastors, uh, and you hear that statement, and and you begin to kind of 
work through it yourself again. You go, okay, well, you know, there was a moment last week that I didn't feel saved. I had a, I had a low moment. I, maybe I went back into a repetitive sin in my own life. I thought, God, if that, if that statement is true, the only problem with that statement is not Bible. It's, yeah. it's not in the Bible. It's not scriptural. And it's and it really is preying upon those specifically immature, maybe young babe Christians that have not been discipled in their faith. And I, I can think of, you know, five or six people just right there off the top of my head that anytime they someone preached a sermon like that or, or said those top statements, they would almost always begin to doubt their salvation, go down, make some type of decision, and would either rededicate, quote unquote, or be baptized again. And it's just and it's just a vicious cycle and, and a lot of it has to do, I think, with um, uh, just just that discipleship process of not being discipled and not being concrete in your faith and yeah, I mean, we've I've seen it. I've been a part of that ministry uh, that, that have have said that. I don't know that I've said that necessarily, but I know I've been a part of of, of things that kind of more on the uh, a situation where you might play a video that would uh, lead someone to really like scare them into yeah. a type of salvation. I know it's not exactly what we're talking about, but it's kind of a lot of that stuff kind of goes that yes. goes hand in hand. Um, but yeah, and that's a and that's a that's a scary place to be because you, like you said, I think these people that I've heard say that didn't mean anything ill-intentioned by that. They were generally were, were wanting people to come to Christ, um, but I don't think they had the back end of discipleship in mind with in the middle of that statement. Yeah, I've always said you can't scare people to love Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. Um, and why would you? Never work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Um, pastor, you know, Let's let's break this down in scripture. I mean, let's uh, let's give the listeners like reassurance that it's okay to doubt and, and to have doubts and and to wonder about these things. I mean, we we see in scripture, we see in uh, uh, you know biblical characters of this stuff happening. So I know I think you have you have a couple or at least one uh, we want to talk about. Can you kind of kind of shed light on this scripturally? Yeah. So I think I think. F- the f- I think first of all, I think it needs to be said because I think there are probably people that will listen to this that have sat in under that have experienced spiritual abuse and spiritual PTSD as a result of some of these very things, even by well-intentioned uh, men over over the years. And I think there there's probably a chance that they still struggle with. The, how, how, the firmness of their faith and they still struggle with confidence and assurance in Christ and the promises of God and, and their salvation and so I, I think when you see what a New Testament ministry looks like for the pastor the New Testament ministry for the pastor isn't about causing people to doubt their faith it's about causing people to be assured in their yeah. faith mm-hmm. it's about the strengthening of faith yeah. it, it's about it's about helping helping them persevere until the end it's it's about reminding them of the truth of the gospel that it's Jesus works and not your your works that he is sufficient even though you aren't sufficient that his promises are certain even though you don't feel like uh, you're you're certain on a given day and so I think that a biblical pastoral ministry and a biblical discipleship ministry serves not to undermine the faith not to not to ask for doubt but to actually to buttress faith and to hold up faith right. 
And for me, when I think about this, because for a long time, like that was the assumption that I operated on in my faith. And and so the dirty little secret in my life was is that I still had doubt. And I but I was here operating in ministry and things, and I would and there would be moments in which I would think, well, I, I definitely do not feel even ninety nine percent safe. So like if I if if I've got to feel ninety nine percent safe, even yeah. like there there are days I feel forty percent safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Um, and it, it's not because that the love of God is not steadfast. It's not because the promises of Christ have failed. It's not because Jesus is not sufficient. It's because I'm an emotional train wreck. Yeah. Um, it, it's because I am a spiritual train wreck, which, praise God, that's what the gospel remedies, right? Like, that's what the gospel soothes. And so when I was uh, preaching through Matthew and it came to John the Baptist in Matthew 11, it was, it was liberating for me. Um, because I don't ever remember this being preached and taught. No. John the Baptist has doubt, right? Like, so it says in Matthew 11, Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? This is the very same man that at the beginning of Jesus' ministry pointed to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God. Yeah. And here he is at the point of death, about to be martyred for his faith, and he sends word by his disciples to go and say, would you go and just check and make sure he's really the one? Yeah. There's an inkling of doubt, mm-hmm. right? There's this, there's this thought of, have I, have I died for the wrong man? Yeah. Have I given my life for the wrong lamb? He's, he's, the Messiah does not look like what we thought the Messiah would look like. My, my life, my ministry, here I am about to be beheaded. It does not look like mm-hmm. what I thought it would, would look like. Yeah. And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them, and blessed is the one who is not offended by them. And as they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you, uh, why, what did you go into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? No. What then? Did you go out to see a man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in king's houses. What then? Do you go out to see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, more than a prophet. And Jesus would go and he would say that John is the greatest man to ever be born of a woman. And yet yeah. here he is hmm. with a, in a profound season of doubt because it wasn't about John. John was as strong of a man that had ever walked on the earth. And yet he was still too weak to have a faith that was steadfast. That's why our hope is not built on the steadfastness of our faith. Our hope is built on the steadfastness of our Savior, on his faithfulness, not on ours. That if I could lose my my salvation, I certainly would. Right? So I think the responsibility of, of Christians... In discipleship relationships, pastors, whatever that role is, our responsibility is to go and to remind them of the promises of Christ, to uphold their faith. Now, that does not mean that there's no room for the examination of your faith. Of course you should examine your faith. Of yeah. course you should make sure that you have the, general, the, the genuine fruit of salvation in your life. Of course you should do all of those things. It just, it just means that... It's going to look like every day is not a rose garden, yeah. right? Like an every day yeah. is not going to, doesn't mean that you're going to feel the same level of intimacy with Jesus, not because he moves, but because you do, sure. right? Because you do. 
And so as shepherds, as disciple makers, as brothers and sisters and friends in Christ, we're always bringing people back to the promises that never change. They don't, they don't shift like our emotions do. They don't, they don't shift. And it's a more joyful walk with the Lord. That the Puritans, they believe that the greatest gift that God could give you is the assurance of your salvation. And that takes place not in an instant, but over a lifetime of walking with Jesus and of seeing his promises come to bear and seeing him upholding his word and being able to look back kind of over, over the archives of your life and be able to see in retrospect God was everywhere even when it didn't feel like it, yeah. right? Mm. That's good. So, to answer that question, is it okay to doubt? Yes. I mean, uh, ultimately it, it is, but uh, we shouldn't stay there. That's right. right? And, and we should we should point ourselves back to and Scripture. And you ought to have brothers in your life that you can go to. Yes. And say, and say hey, you know, I need you to preach the gospel to me. Yeah. And, you know, you might not say it just like that, but essentially that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. I think the, the point that you make about, that you brought up about, the reconversions and the deconversions. I think there's a relationship there that if if we're always telling people that if you don't feel saved, you aren't. If you're if you only feel 99% saved, then then you're probably 100% lost. If 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 that's always there, and yet doubts persist, and and doubts are are always kind of that uncomfortable friend yeah. of faith, mm-hmm. right? Like like as as doubt, then then of course eventually they say, well, this is obviously not the truth. Yeah. This is obviously not real. But when we get into the scriptures and we see real life people that that we know are are heroes of the faith and they're struggling, we can get into um, church history and see the struggles of of countless men and women over over history and see the same things in their lives. It doesn't it doesn't diminish our faith; it increases it because we're reminded we're not saved because any of us are great. Yeah. We're saved because Jesus is great. Correct. That's awesome. Man, that was good. That's so good. All right. So I think we can close with that. But we always have to, we just, we brought a new segment in. We did bring a new segment. We brought a new segment in. And so that is, as as, uh, we want to end our show, Culture with Andrew. Awesome. I'm just I'm letting letting the music play. I'm letting it play. play. So what is what is going on right now culturally? That Andrew, you feel like our people need to hear. I think you need to hear that it's okay to listen to things other than CCM music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being dead honest. It's okay to listen to something other than contemporary Christian music. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. Fish, yeah, 93.7, 1, whatever it is you listen to. So one thing, not a lot of culture happening. Not a lot of culture, by the way. Oh, uh, sounds and and if we're honest, like. It sounds all the same. Um, so one way you can, one way that we, in my family, we break that up, and it brings culture to my family. ACDC every night. As we play, <laughs> we have we have foreign, we have foreigner on repeat. Uh, now, but we we incorporate our uh, yeah, we incorporate all our. Um, we try to incorporate all our meals with that genre of music, which so, is really cool. By the which way. is it's really it brings an interest, especially with a two and a four year old. Yeah, like it really like Mike actually asks for Chinese music now. 
Uh, so it's quite funny, and, and like hearing the bamboo flutes in the background while you're eating tender, it really brings this <laughs> an interesting ambiance to your meal sure, at the I dinner table. I saw a video, and I was like, what restaurant are they at? They're not at no, a restaurant, no, they're, they're at their house. We're in Casa de Nudles. Casa de Nudles. He is uh, uh, um, slurping noodles. The, the, the best one was uh, when we had, I think we had some uh, bratwurst, and it comes out speaking <laughs> German. It was very interesting. You got to say it again. How many languages do your children speak now? Uh, multiples, at least two. That's culture. That is. It's not. That's yeah, culture. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. He knows the colors in Spanish that's cool. when he wants to. That's still good, though. That's cool. Um, My kid doesn't know Spanish. Thank you, Adriana. Yeah. Um, but we also, uh, you know, so it, we, we, and the hard part, though, is like when we play like, like we eat just a normal, like a, what we call American meal. Like, what is like what music? Well, <laughs> you, you could go with like the decade that you associate with it. We could do that. That's a good idea. We haven't really, we haven't really ironed that, that out. Like, like you're eating a hamburger and fries, you got like the fifties, like like happy that's days. A, that's interesting. I never, I, thought say, about yeah, that. I never thought about that. Generally, we do if if we're doing like barbecue, like cookout, something, we'll do like country music. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but we won't sense. do not like not chicken not like Florida Georgia Line country, like real country music. Okay, like Garth Brooks. Um, yeah, like Garth Brooks. Same old Megan school. Didn't know that about me. I, she, she, you know, I'm old Spotify now. Culture with Andrew. That's a good. That's a good leeway into our Spotify sponsor. So make sure you. But you, Megan was helping me create a, a welcome to Spotify playlist, and I was, and she said, "What, what kind of country music do you want on there?" I started telling her stuff. She's like, do you like the old stuff? She's yeah. like, I didn't even know this about you. Old, old stuff. Yeah. It's the good stuff, man. There's a, awesome. Uh, I like that stuff. Maybe I, that was your playlist I was I, I found the other day. Like old country music. Maybe it was? No. I like Do you consider Keith Urban as, as old country music? No. no. I mean, like. Keith Urban is way new school. There's only a couple people that I would listen to uh, that I would give a pass, and that's Brad Paisley. And, I don't uh, know. Blake Shelton. Uh, Blake Shelton, I like Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton no, 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 no. is Not older country. than you Come think on. he is. Yeah. He is. I, watch, some, watch some of his videos. He has mullets. I mean, like. Yeah, Austin. I mean, like, like when he's saying yeah, Austin. Back, yeah, this mullet. is Austin. But that's, that's what we do. That's, uh, it's a music thing. We, we try to, yeah, yeah, we try to yeah. do as much uh, culture and music. I mean, so we do a lot of. We obviously do a lot of Chinese music. <laughs> do a lot of What kind of music do you listen to when you're at your spam? <laughs> when I'm eating spam and noodles, generally we listen to Hawaiian music. How does that go? Okay, ukulele? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we listen to Moana soundtrack. You know, we Moana can't... soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Is that, that, ha- is that, is that Hawaiian music or is that Islander music? Moana is not Hawaiian, is it? Oh, that's frozen. Yeah, that's, I was thinking. That's Islander. That's Islander. Islander. Yeah. You say Islander? Islander. 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 I go to Islander. I told you. Maybe you are the most country. He's the most country. You might be the most country. What is Islander? I can't say Islander. Islander. You are Islander. What are you? Do you say salmon or salmon? I think I said salmon. Okay. Salmon. That's a big deal. Who says salmon? Your daughter? Your two-year-old? I don't want to talk about it. You might not be country, but your daughter is. I don't have a two-year-old. Oh, yeah. Four-year-old. Wow. How? We about to in a couple years. <laughs> That's true. You know, so uh, you know, Mr. Smith did tell tell us that we were one kid away from white trash. So I mean, you got that going for you too. Me and me both. <laughs> yeah. I don't know Mr. Smith. Yeah, you don't know. He's a great guy. I live next to Mr. Smith. If he's listening, say I was the president of the FFA. That's a good reminder. I was vice president. I was the president. Of the FFA. Oh, that's a white place. Yeah. <laughs> the FFA's done. White Plains Lake? No, like a, uh, the Mr. Smith. You had like Plains. Eflin is big yeah. city school compared to White Plains. <laughs> oh, Eflin? I, That's White Plains Lake. FFA. I meant the name. He's from America. Did you make fun of them? You make fun of FFA? I'm going to wear my jacket tomorrow. I think it's I got my jacket. I got the old boy. Yes. Please wear it. Yeah, I got that. Please wear it. I got it. It's got my name. It's the president. Lord in heaven, wear it. 
I'll start worry. I will. You worry about I think Holly's got her. I'll start worry. I think Holly still has her. Is that where you littered in football too? Uh, in eighth grade? <laughs> I actually did litter in football. Uh, I didn't get a letter. <laughs> because it, I didn't play. I didn't play, Cody. That's fine. Whatever. You, you know. didn't play. I did play, but you didn't not, play. not very long. You could have lettered in band. <laughs> I, got, I had three letters, actually. Culture, baby. FFA. He lettered in part. It's all about culture. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> My parents were both saying. Yeah. All right. So. Be all things to all people. To recap, <laughs> is Cody still country? Yes. No. <laughs> I'm not, maybe not as country as I once was, but I am yeah. still a country boy. Yeah, so. Uh, I know my way around the woods. I'm yeah. letting the audience decide. He outfished me. Is it okay? I outfished both of you. Combined. Is it okay? No, not the second thing. In the same hole. In the same fish <laughs> Not the same bait, but. Alright, so. Is it okay to stay out? No, it was not. It didn't happen. Yes, no. as long as you don't stay there. I'm trying to close this show. We're, no, we're just keeping it. We're going to finish this right now. Culture with Andrew <laughs> is sometimes maybe if you have a, a music source nearby. Listen to different music. Listen to different music. It's I'm okay. missing one of my front teeth. Please pull it out. That's right pretty good. <laughs> Please, just one good time. I can't do it. I can't yeah, do country. it. Country, country boy, do it and be proud of it. I can't do it. Uh, can you pull it out? People have to watch me preach. Right now, I will say. I there's a lot of people that don't know that. Right now, I will say your country without a doubt. If you pull your tooth out and you and say roll And run your tongue through it one good time. Roll tide. <laughs> I want to hear roll tide with a tooth out. <laughs> that would be more whole war eagle. <laughs> no. Roll tide. Roll Roll tide. I'm not going to go with that. Okay. With, with no tooth. I can't do it. Man! You, I can't. I'm not taking hey, my tooth out. That's alright. When, when this kid's enrolled to be a falcon, we'll know all about it. Mike, that's fine. <laughs> it's alright, it's okay. No, look, look, no, this isn't the time and place. We gotta close. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to this. Go Falcons. <laughs> we love you all. Go live sin.